0: Love Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby.
1: (laughs) 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 Luxury healing means
0: that we mind the business that pays. I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have fires or more. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good, and going places that make me feel good, and cities that
1: resonate. Mm-hmm. Living is a luxury, don't you think? And we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to
0: be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always gonna be cute. It's not always gonna be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? And <laughs> when you are in an unhealed state and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're you're not paying your child support you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot
1: of us don't have.
0: All right, y'all. I am here. I tried to do this show earlier, but I was on the phone with my sister, one of my sisters, like, you know, in the world. Um, Not my biological, but spiritual sister. And um, she's getting married uh, this weekend. So my family, um, my son and I, my brother will be attending. And I'm actually involved in the wedding. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, She Asked me today to help do some things. And so today is technically Thursday, uh, October 8, 2020. And I'm doing the show so late because I had to go to work, um, had to go to the gym, I had to schedule appointments. And this was the only time I haven't been asleep yet. I ha- This is the only time that I had to do the show. Um, and the show is called I'm Speaking Now. So I told you I don't really like to too much discuss politics online because I am in politics as a human rights commissioner and then doing other things, like I said, with cannabis with uh, Crystal People Stokes, our majority leader in Buffalo and things and such. And politics is just nasty business. Like nobody ever really wins, you know, but you still have to vote. I do. And I don't really get on here saying too much. However, my good soror, Kamala Harris, who is an AKA, which y'all know that I pledged for that in 1994 at Pace University, actually got kicked out because when they were hazing me, um, I beat the shit out of my soror because you're not going to um, make me squish a banana in the toilet, make me think it's a turd, and then release me naked into the woods had a, in Pleasantville, because we had two campuses, we had a Pleasantville. No, actually, Pace has three campuses. But I was staying at the one near the Brooklyn Bridge, and that's what they did to us. And so right around that time is when I want to say the Qs got fined, because uh, somebody died during hazing. So they kind of, you know, shied away from it. But, yes, I was an AKA and was whatever, ski-wee to, uh' not really how we say it, ski to uh, Kamala Harris. So when I saw that she was going to be debating, I specifically said, I said, I don't even need to hear it. Because there are men in this country that have been arguing with black women uh, for 100 years and have not won. So I, was, I don't even need to hear what she's going to say. And people also don't take into consideration, that's a goddamn senator. Like, that means she went to law school. Like, this ain't no regular bitch. Like, this is not, you know what I'm saying? That woman, when they released all the tax records, that woman paid $596,000 in taxes last year. And if you do the math, you can kind of get the income. But not just that, that's what she's reporting, you know. Um, So I didn't need to hear any motherfucking thing she said. I specifically sat at work uh, and watched it. With the closed caption on, and I couldn't wait to get home to see the memes that were made based upon her facial expressions, that are very um, specific to Black women. And when I tell you I was hollering, I was hollering, like just the like I know you lying, but I'm gonna let you continue, and the who the fuck you want you talking to, like look, and the okay motherfucker look, like I've seen all of them. So I was super stoked. When I got off to see that uh, hoodies had already been made, they actually call her auntie. So, of course, you know, I have to get one. And um, it's not indicative of who I'm voting for, but I'm just saying it's indicative. But they have, um, I think they said auntie for 2020, and then they had another one. Um, she actually, I think it's her daughter hooked up with um Is it her daughter? No, her niece, I think it is, hooked up with Jerry Lorenzo, who owns Fear of God, who is in Los Angeles. Uh, He does a rendition with Nike, who has this amazing picture of Kamala when she first pledged, a.k.a. the pink and green. And um, I want to say she went to Howard. She went to Howard and she was at FAMU. So, I mean, she was at real black schools. Like, it's, it's just, it's insane. So to watch her sit there and eloquently not pull the hood out, this is what I aspire and and I tell women all the time, especially women of color, whether you're Asian, whether you're black, whether you're Latina, whatever. Um, you come across far more terrifying when you're not mad. That she was laughing at this motherfucker had me taken away. I was like, she just laughing at him, like, Really? Okay. This what we're doing today? All right. And You know, the fact that we as black and minority women have to wear all these different masks, you know, when someone basically has to tell you I'm speaking now, it is just, it it makes me cringe because I deal with that all day at my job. What, What I deal with at my job, and I'm sure other women, just women in general deal with this, I want to speak to somebody higher than you. And I'll be like, who, God? Because I mean I am a guy. I me mean, if you want to talk, about and then and then sometimes I even just turn around. Like I don't want to say that shit was on the office or something where he was letting me speak to the manager, and the motherfucker turned around and then turned right back around, you know. So, you know, that's all I did was watch the debate for her facial expression because there was no way he was gonna win, um, and he didn't. And on top of that, he had a goddamn fly on his fucking head. The fly got more votes than he did. And if you know anything about spirit animals or when, like, the fact that there was even a fly in there stuck to his fucking head for, like, 20 minutes, like, that's not a good sign. And it was funny because somebody made another meme and was like, which one of you witches did this shit? And I'm hollering. So speaking of Blue Hedia, so there's some shit going on with Daniel Cameron. He's, again, lost his coon-ass mind. And Megan The Stallion was on Saturday Night Live, and she did a show where she actually was playing a clip that Tamika Mallory, the activist Tamika Mallory, who called Daniel Cameron the overseer, basically the equivalent Daniel L Jackson's character in Django. Um, she basically was like, "I know where I've seen a black man like you before. You was the overseer. You was the one that actually brought the Africans because they paid them. You know, a lot of Africans were kidnapped." by other Africans to go to the white man, okay, because they were paid, you know, the Bush people, you know, and um, that's why so many of us have different um, ancestry lines and and couldn't communicate because they were different tribes. So, you know, I'm sitting there and I am, uh, I watched the debate, I sat there and I'm you know, at work. And I spoke to my sister earlier today. And then, you know, it just was a a, a completely filled day. And I had to publicly, and, and I hate to do this. And I think that a lot of people have, and, and, and I'm just going to put it out there, like, Don't think that because it's 2020, that 2017, Denise, 2020, you know, 2012, Denise doesn't exist, 2014, she's still here, okay, and she's speaking now. You know, when we as women get into trouble, and especially, you know, and and I, I heard a narrative about this where it says, as black people, we shouldn't have to be forced to be 10 times better at anything just because it's going to show us more favor. You know, here you have, uh, you know, a state senator who is being talked over by the vice president of the United States of America. Like, literally, my friends in other countries think that we literally live in the ghetto. Like Like, they think that there's babies on the corner selling crack here, because that's what we appear to be on television. So, the way that she held herself together without saying, you know what, motherfucker, like, that, she should be commended for that. So... Megan the Stallion is on Saturday Night Live and she's playing the clip of Tamika D. Mallory saying that uh, Daniel Cameron basically is a coon and he's a traitor. Do you know this damn coon gets on CNN and chastises Megan, you know, the one that got shot in the foot, a, a victim of domestic violence, and says she shouldn't be doing this and she shouldn't be that. And I had made a post and I said, you see, this is what I mean when I say that black women are not protected, okay? You are a black man. Shut the fuck up. Why are you addressing women anyway? Because I also have an issue with that. You know, yeah, maybe address somebody if they disrespected you for two seconds and then move on. Call your mother. Call your sister. Call somebody else to fucking check me, but don't you do it because you look crazy. Now, I have friends that ran for mayor, city council, and with the exception of the mayor uh, vote, everybody is in office, anybody that I, you know, backed up or anybody that I endorsed or anybody that I was helping. And one of the things when my friend ran for mayor um, that I had to tell him was, do not argue with women online, black, white, it doesn't matter, old, young, because it's going to be perceived that you attack women. I said, tag me in the post, I'll argue it, or I'll, I'll give information and facts all day. I don't really argue, I just like to state the facts and then it's done not an opinion. It's not, it's, this is what it is. And that's that. There's paperwork for that. So the fact that he did not, he addressed Megan and didn't address Tamika, it triggered me because I'm like, this is typically what black men do. You'll address the younger and seemingly more weak female that may not have the, the pretty words to tell you to go fuck yourself. But you ain't gonna say nothing to Tanika Mallory because you know Tanika Mallory will hold a whole motherfucking press conference air you, Mitch McConnell, your your uh, uncle in law and your raggedy ass wife that you were marrying while Brianna Taylor still the cops didn't get arrested and they still haven't been. Um, she would have aired you the fuck out. And that's why I say like people know who to play with. They do. They know who to play with, they know what to say, they know what not to do. And that's why I said, like, I have two friends right now And both of them have sorted past, And I know the things that they've done to women. And I literally at no point in time feel in danger of those things happening to me. There's just, there's some, maybe some unspoken rule that like, if you motherfucker, if you decide that you want to throw me into a wall or that you want to do anything to me that you did to those other bitches, you should just jump out the window. You should just jump out the window because if I catch you, it's, it's a wrap. And it's not even, and that's another thing, it's not even about calling the police. I don't know what the fuck you young people are doing, but literally calling the police right now is a death sentence. Okay? Even when I'm 19, getting my face pounded in, and Andrew and Cece and all them can attest to that, I have never, I'm talking about bleeding out the face, neck, chest, mouth. I have never called the police. And some people say, oh, you should have, da-da-da-da-da. No. You know why? You, I would only call the police. I've had motherfuckers call the police on me, which was very bitch-made to me. Like, at that point, I'm just like, do you suck your own dick, too? Like, you're going to call the motherfucker police on me? Okay. You know, and try to get me arrested and shit. That's, like, real punk bitch-type behavior. If you have to call the police, let it be because a motherfucker is really trying to assassinate you. Now, in that instance, which I've damn near been assassinated before and still didn't call the motherfucker police, still didn't give a name, still didn't do that. The way that Meg DeSalia acted after the Tory Lane situation, that's exactly what probably 80% of black women in this country would have did. Like, I don't know what happened, you know. But the other problem is y'all talk too much. And you don't have lawyers. You don't You want to have a public defender fight for you. Now nah, you got to get a lawyer. Some shit is not worth playing with. And so that triggered me that Daniel Cameron would address Megan, but you didn't address the actual person whose voice and whose quote it was. And this upsets me about black men. You know, I deal with men that for the most part they categorize women. You know, they categorize women. So they have their young girls for the aesthetic They have the bitches they've been with forever because that's a loyalty and trust issue. And, you know, this brings me to another issue. Um, I made a post where this pick was like, you know, black men should be loved without having to spend money first. And I said, girl, shut the fuck up because black women should be loved without having to suck your dick. And fuck you first either Black women should be loved without having to Endure you and tolerate You after you done went and did some fuck shit Embarrassed me, my family Then fucking gave me a UTI Or some type of crazy shit like you know what I mean Because you fucking with bitches that don't take baths They just use fucking moist toilets And fucking baby wipes It's terrible Um, That shouldn't have to happen You know black women should just be loved on and black men should just be loved on. And it shouldn't have to be such a traumatic experience. It shouldn't have to be that way. And one thing about me, everything I do is pure. I I can't, and it seems like I fuck with people that only have money, but that's because I get to the money too. You know, I I haven't even been to sleep yet. And when I leave here, because I'm not even staying at at my studio, when I leave here, I go home and I make my son lunch and get him up for school like normal. Okay, and I ain't talking about no, like, I'm just throwing a bunch of shit in the bag. Like, no, I go home, cut up the meats, like, you know what I mean? Have everything put in there, make sure the water is cold. He got a meal in there, like, you know, something in there for breakfast. Like, this is the shit that I do. I'm a mom. I do all these things. And so I think that the cracks started showing because today um, I was just sitting there. And when I start doing inventory that's when everybody about to get their head on a platter because when I'm in chaos which means that my houses are not in order like I can't find shit organizationally I'm fucked that means that I have to take a minute to get those things together because it means I'm losing money I'm very meticulous about time and money and so when people waste my time there's a consequence for that and there's a price tag to that so I had a photo shoot done with my son. You guys saw them on my birthday. So I had them done, I think, like, June 16th. And we're in October, and I've not got the other 12 pictures. But now I'm seeing this motherfucker all over the place, taking pictures, still uploading shit. That's like owning somebody money and buying a car, a brand-new, like, you know, Land Rover, but you didn't give me back my money. So I had to do a post, and you know me, I'm petty. I tagged the motherfucker in it. And I, lo- I love – Darren, I love this photographer. I've worked with him for seven years. My book cover, he shot my book cover. He shot the picture I'm actually going to probably post next week. Um, he shot shit for my zero fucks, like for the merchandising line. That was back in 2014. He shot my son before, like, as far as, like, in, you know, in film. So, you know, it was a family affair. I wanted a picture with my kid. I had the imaging, everything. And he still sending me my pictures. I'm like, yo, I don't even want no refund. Keep the money because I know you already spent it. But run me my motherfucking pictures. And it's sad because his work was so good, I had him do a photo shoot of just my son. My son was supposed to submit those pictures to a store that he shops at, um, that we actually have merchandise in, and the fucking pictures. So you lost an opportunity to be in a store that's all over the nation, in the malls, everywhere else, because, you know, for what? Now, like I said, you know, being a small business owner, it'll tell you right on my site, 716cvd.com, you know, uh, processing takes five to seven business days. I hand-curate every single thing. I have no help, you know, and sometimes it might be 100 items that have to be made in three days or whatever. I'm literally a workhorse. So when I take a moment to come up and I see just even my son disrespecting me on some old, like, not cleaning the kitchen properly, not, you know, remembering to put a stuff in the dryer because you're on the computer and your clothes smell like cat piss or cat ass or something, that mildewy smell. Like, you know, you look at people that owe you money or that owe you a solid or that owe you an apology, but you know how I feel about apologies. Pay me mine in cash. So I wasn't even angry today okay, because Mars is, is in retrograde and it's like, nah, bitch, we finna, <laughs> everybody mad. Um, And Mercury about to go back and retrograde too. I'm like, really? Another lesson? That's a sudden, trying to, to kill me? So, um, I start taking inventory, you know, and I start looking at how people are playing with me or how people that I'm so nice and so sweet and so docile, and I'm like, I think that they don't remember that they've been calling me the fucking Satan's daughter for decades, voodoo queen, Voodoo, voodoo baby, shit like that. And I never took offense to it because I was just like, whatever. But now I actually am proud of that because it means you know not to fucking play with me. And I think that people that play with me didn't know any better. And so I give you a minute to, like, get yourself together. Maybe you Google a little bit, try to, you know, just ask around maybe the town or something like that, like, is she really about her business, whatever, whatever. Before you ever approach me with some bullshit. So I made that post about black men, da da da. Some dude, this is just how you know people be watching. Some dude jumps on the staff and was like, That's why you greedy motherfuckers never get nothing, and da 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 da. And I don't even know who this dude is. I don't even know how you got on my page, but okay. So I said, Greedy? I'm like, Dude, if I got money, why would I want to fuck with somebody that don't got money? And I literally work six jobs. Like, why would I want. You know, I I wish I had somebody that worked more efficiently in my life, like somebody that could streamline my shit, somebody that would protect me when people are popping shit about the brand that are of the male persuasion or, you know, I have a stalker at my job that I could have fucking been murdered by now. You would never know. You know, and I just think that there are certain rules of etiquette and couth that as a woman that I have that a lot of men don't have, and you should. You know, it's just not good business to do certain shit. You know, I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't have no secrets. I don't have anything that if somebody was to come out and say it, that it would, A, alter what you think of me, or, B, that is enough for me to be concerned. I I don't have them type of secrets. You know, I've dealt with pretty solid men and females in my life that really, if we parted ways, it was just a mutual respect that, like, I'm not going to talk shit about you because I know your whole life and you ain't going to talk shit about me. But I feel like there's been violations lately. I feel like people, and again, it's not taking my kindness as a weakness, like you calm down and you get into a healing space and people forget that you're still the same ghetto-ass bitch. You understand what I'm saying? They used to spit and smack motherfuckers in the face. Men, women, it didn't matter. Anywhere, anytime. If I didn't like the way you were fucking saying it, if I didn't like the way you was moving your hands and shit like that, you understand what I'm saying? But we don't do shit like that anymore. You know why? Because that's how you catch a charge. If this gonna stop me from making money, I can't do it. So I think that people don't really realize I struggle every single day. Like every day I struggle because I have no help. So I have an investor, but I don't have a partner. And I prayed for a partner. I didn't pray for an investor because I didn't need the money. And I'm just I'm a, I'm gonna say that. And I don't I don't I don't mean it in like a bad way. I mean it in like I'm really trying to help other people, you know, turn their, you know, dollar into 15 cents or, you know, their 15 cents into a dollar. I'm not hard up for money. I started this business on my own with a couple of grand back in 2018. So the money has never moved me. I am abundant and therefore I'm going to always be provided for. And if it's not from me, it's it's from the guys because I do what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. And I think that, when people don't know what you do. So so let me give you, because um, I feel like people are not understanding that why um, I started saying less because you would never understand the danger that you're in if you continue playing with me like this, whether you play with my pictures, you play with my money, you play with my time. Time is the biggest thing. So let me tell you what it's like for me to get ready just to even try to go on a date, right? So let's say I was going to go see Uncle or he was going to come see me. My evening would start with me getting out of work at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, making sure my kid was okay. Um, I might sleep for three hours because, you know, maybe he's coming in the morning. So say he tells me he's coming in the morning. Um, So I'm lucid because I don't want to miss the call. I actually posted the other day my call log, and I thanked, and just to be honest with everyone, I have over 9,000 emails that I have not read yet. I try to get to 100 of them a day, and it's just, and and that's because I have Raging Reiki, because I have Dear Auntie at com every Tuesday, because I have to be orders, because I have my son's school, because I have you know, zero frustration, I have all these things. I have, what is it, 57 unanswered text messages, 56 unanswered phone calls, missed calls, three messengers, one Instagram, and that's not even all my social media. So I try to take an hour a day and post and do all those things. So if I'm supposed to see Ankh say he's coming over in the morning, right, um, Obviously, I do all my girly shit, make sure the toes are done, you know, bathed, all that other stuff, soaked, waxed, all that shit. It's a process, okay? Um, so now I'm on no sleep, right? And I get up and, you know, the texting starts at like 9 in the morning. I'm delirious, right? But I'm still talking because I love you and because you're supposed to come see me today. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just speaking hypothetically. So now 12 o'clock rolls around, and let's just say Unc or whoever I'm supposed to link with is still not here. And now I've been in and out of sleep for eight hours. I haven't eaten. Um, I typically get up around noon, but I've technically been up probably since 10 a.m. in bed reading emails, emailing people back, looking for orders, tracking things for people. This is what I do. Um, And I have a child. So remember, his lunch is made, he's off to school, whatever. So say 12 o'clock comes around and you're still not able to get up here. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go for a walk, I'm going to try to get some exercise. Um, that doesn't happen. Say because you call me and you say, I know I was supposed to come up there between 2 and 3, even though I told you this morning I was supposed to be there at 9, I was going to come up there between 2 and 3, but something happened with my car. So now I have to stop everything that I'm doing, okay, and go take a drive 30 minutes away, knowing damn well that on my way back, I'm going to get hit with rush hour traffic. And I have to make dinner and start mentally preparing to go to work at 630 because I have to be there at 730. So I have to go to work for eight hours to stand on my feet after I've not really been asleep because I anticipated that I was having company. When that happens, like when people misappropriate your time like that because they don't give a fuck about you, or they don't, you know, they don't care. I mean that that's really all I could tell you is that motherfuckers don't care about your time. Because I could have spent eight hours of sleep, which would have netted me to be able to stay at work longer because I'm not exhausted. Okay. I didn't even make no product on some of these days, okay? So you have somebody that wasted 12 hours of your time instead of when they woke up saying today probably ain't going to be it. Go ahead, go to sleep. I'm sorry. Um, I'll make it up to you. Like nothing. So we have, when you do business with people, it's important that you take care of your people. And I usually don't say nothing because I answer to nobody, okay? but I answer to my customers. So with the situation with pictures, it's like I would never make somebody wait longer. Nobody has ever waited longer than 14 days to get my product. And that's when COVID was really bad and, like, the post-out. So I started mailing y'all shit out FedEx overnight. I ate that cost. I put that out of my pocket because I wanted you to have your elderberry tincture, which helps with the cold and flu. I wanted you to have your CBD products for your skin to get you right for the summer. So nobody sees you know, me sitting there for hours waiting for the shea butter to melt down and then having to put the product into it and measure everything out and then put it back in the fridge. It's like I'm selling dope, like literally. Nobody sees that. And so I think that because I make myself available to the people that I care about, there is a large percentage of y'all that don't understand that, like, if you tell me you're going to do something, you have to do it because if you don't do it, okay, I could have been doing something else, and that includes being a mom. Okay, I could have done something with my kid. So anytime somebody, and that's why I don't bring motherfuckers to my house. That's why my son don't be around niggas. That's why never, okay? Because I don't. You're you're temporary. I I can see that. Okay, I can see that you're going to be temporary because you're already doing shit that is unacceptable. So. You know, after you've driven 30 minutes away and then 30 minutes back to pick up half the shipment that you were supposed to get, even though on the document that you prepared the night before while you were exhausted, nobody told you in a 24-hour period, even though you've been on the phone with these people all day, that the document had to be changed. These are the inconveniences that make me feel um, protected. You know, I get walked out to my car every night because I don't know if the person that called my name and asked me what size I wore out of a Maroon Suzuki is trying to size me up to make a skin suit or was he trying to sell me some shit? I don't know. But I know that I caught him near my building and it was not a happy time. And so if I'm telling someone this and no one's doing anything, it's kind of like, oh, okay, so this is just yet another thing that I have to handle myself. Over the summer, I had somebody talking shit about me. I lost money in my business that day because this motherfucker's online. He was talking some political shit. We were talking about the protest. You know, I also hold a seat here in in my city, and it hits the news. It hits the paper. I'm telling, you know, somebody, and they just had no out It literally has dawned on me nobody gives a fuck. Right, and so this is why when y'all say like, why do you be treating these dudes like this? Why do you be calling these niggas hoes? Why do you like do shit like that? Why do you not pay no attention to them? Because if I have to wait on a nigga to do the appropriate thing, I would die waiting on this motherfucker. Like they, the the men that I have had that I have had to do, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, and I hate to say it, and I know there's gonna be people that agree with me about this. You have to pay your fucking people. You have to, because in the end, you get what you pay for. So I don't give a fuck if that's in an affair, if that's in. Typically, when you see a bitch or a dude telling on somebody, it's because you didn't pay. It's because they sat there, they took the inventory, they thought about it, and was like, I don't make enough money to to put up with this shit and be quiet about it. You know, now, I told y'all before, I would never, you know, tell on nobody or no shit like that. Um, but the one time that I did, it was because I thought that he didn't love me. I don't say, I didn't say like, I said love, because I found out he was in a relationship for like 10 years, and he had been with me for like a year and a half. We on trips, we doing all types of shit. And I contacted his girlfriend because I had just miscarried. And he made a comment about it because he's a fucking sadistic fuck. Um, and that shit put me over the edge. Now, although he said mean shit like this before, again, I don't give a fuck if it's kids that are alive. We don't bring the children into it. Um, And I think I made that very clear on last week's show about Trump talking about Biden's son being on coke. So here's the thing. If I know who she is or if I know that you have somebody, I already know who your bitch is. I know where she lives. I know where she works. I know where her mama be at. I know where she grocery shop. I know everything. You know why? Because that's a safety issue. I didn't know that he had a broad so, until later. So I called her, and me and her got together. And I don't know, I think I talked about this years ago. And um, we set him up. We both walked in the crib. Now, this was after the week prior I went to his house in Amherst <clears throat> and made it rain on his lawn with my business cards. Took the pregnancy test, put it out there like you fucking, you know, because he was lying. Like there's, I'm listen, I'm an easygoing chick. If you don't fuck with me, just say that, okay? Because I don't, I don't need to be wasting time and pussy on motherfuckers that don't, you know, have my best interest. Like you literally are useless, and I can't stand a useless nigga. I really can't. Um, so, like, how are you helping me? You know, I hired you to protect me and to do this and to do that, and you're not doing any of the above. You're not even reliable. This is disgusting to me, and it makes me not want to do business with people, especially black people, because you're not going to fucking embarrass me. You're not going to fucking waste my time over fucking $5,000. You're not going to do that. $5,000 motherfucker (laughs) and again you know i I appreciate anything that that somebody's trying to do to help but like everybody has to grow the fuck up five thousand dollars and i got a two thousand dollars sculpture like do you see what i'm saying like that doesn't make sense five thousand that's i started my company with that here you see what i'm saying people are not abiding by contracts like i do right? Because I take that shit seriously. I have friends that are lawyers that are like, this is some shit that would uphold in court. It doesn't matter if it was written on a napkin or whatever. So no one gives a fuck that I'm exhausted. <laughs> no one gives a fuck that I'm being stalked. For... Every year I get a new one, you know, between the shows and things like that. And I think that people underestimate me because of the fact that I'm in the house a lot. I'm in the house a lot because, bitch, I'm busy. If you see me less, that means I'm doing more, okay? I can't um, I can't settle for anything, and so I work because I remember when I was sick and had them cancerous tumors, those three months took me the fuck out. Like, you're in a situation you think you're going to die. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you got a kid, you're making arrangements, um, you're bringing your will over to people's houses because you need to make sure, like, this is some real deal shit. So after surviving all that, even though I already had businesses then, I was like, I got to go super hard, you know, because what if something happens and I need to make sure my kid is okay? So when a motherfucker wastes my fucking time and energy and, and, and love, just genuine, like, love, I do everything pure, not so much from the heart, but pure. I have no ill will towards you. I see what you're trying to do. Let me try to help you. Because people forget, just because you gave me money, no, I don't work for you. You fucking work for me. And you want to know why? Because if I have to turn around and hand you your money back with everything and interest and and, and all that other shit accrued, I'm not your fucking employee. You're mine. I'm handing you money, helping you out. You're not helping me because this is not startup money. I already started two years ago, okay? So the problem that I have with a lot of people when they offer you help is that it's really not help. You know, it's really a a binding issue. It's really a possession issue, okay? At the end of the day, there is no shortage of motherfuckers that will say, how much you got to to pay to get out this contract? Here, because that's ridiculous okay, or here, and then take this 50000 and go finish your fucking building off and put your, put your brick and mortar there, okay? That is an investment. Not that I sniff my nose at no money because I don't, and I'm thankful and I'm appreciative. I just don't appreciate all the extra shit that comes from money from black people. This is the problem that I have. Number two, and, and you know, again, I'm, I'm going to say some fuck shit, but I'm speaking now. Everything that I learned in business, I did not learn from black people. I learned from my white boss at a mortgage company when I was a mortgage broker in Florida. I learned about trademarking, switching names, you know, shell companies, all that type of shit. But you know what the biggest thing that I learned? Happy employees 90% of the time don't steal from you. And if you're taking care of your people, they don't take care of you. When Dateline came to my job, Okay, so we was, you know, we was the company that, like, we leaving out of there with boxes and files and shit like that, but my boss always took care of us. You know, Christmas time, $500 gift cards, and, you know, I'm a single mom, at the time just went through a divorce, had my little hustle thing that I was doing on the side with the rest of the girls at the company, and I took care of a lot of people, and then my boss took care of me. When it came time, my business, my little enterprise was brought down by a black bitch. She was mad because she was charged the same fee the men were charged to do what we were doing for her to make sure that she got her check expedited. And it was, it was a menial fee. Like you're, you're talking like, it's nothing major. And it, you know, she was upset. And I said, this is why I don't, and she made a comment in one of the chat rooms that she doesn't realize is being monitored by the feds. Okay. Cause we deal with banking. And You know, they show up at my office the next day and, you know, nobody. When I say not one person that worked in that mortgage company said shit, you want to know why? One of them paid off their house because of me. One of them paid off their car because of me. One of them was able to bury their mama because of me, okay? And I'm not talking about, like, you know, I'm just giving you a short, like, you know, here and there. No, every motherfucking week, this is what I brought in but because y'all helped me here. And we did that for like two years, okay? My boss, every year, you know, he was abusive. My boss was abusive as fuck. He actually really in in his soul was probably a, a Negro. He probably was a black man in his soul because he was abusive. But let me say this. When it came time to go to the golf outing, when it came time to go to the boxing matches, we never paid for anything. He was the most schizophrenic motherfucker I ever worked for, and I loved it because you know why? If I can get through this abuse and know that, and, and, and it's not that I took it for a payment. It's that I took it because I knew in his soul he was good. He kept insurance for me and my baby, you know, when my ex-husband, when we got off the, um, the Yankees insurance, like he kept all that shit, you know, for me. I wasn't getting no child support at the time because my ex-husband was, you know, dipping and diving the attorneys and shit for the for the divorce. So these are things that made it special for me, okay? Because I wasn't licensed when I first got down there, but he paid for all that. So these are things. It's not that I'm indebted to you. I'm not the bitch that that you want to play with when it comes to shit like that. When it comes to somebody owing you a favor, trust me, I'm the bitch you want to owe you a favor, okay? Because I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna make sure it gets done. I'd rather somebody owe me a favor than owe me money. Keep the money, no, bitch. I need a favor. And when I call you, you can't say no. That's how people do fucking business, and I watch this happen, okay? Greed is what brought my old business down. But let me just also give you, you know, just a little thing. I take care of my people. I take care of the girls that I work with right now. Okay? I take care of girls that I don't barely even know. You need me to pop up every video shoot, connect you with somebody that can let you use their space, use their car, use a motorcycle, use their jewelry, you know, you, whatever you need. So I know somebody for something for everybody. I've been on earth for a while. Okay? But I do that because that's good for me. That makes me feel good. Here, I don't charge nobody nothing. Okay? Um. When Dateline came in and we was getting audited and everything like that, my boss called us into the office. He didn't even have to say the motherfucking words. He said, listen, I'm laying everybody off because we were 1099 employees, but I think it was four or six of us that he said, I'm going to pay y'all a severance pay. You know who he paid the severance pay to off record? The bitches that knew the most. And I always appreciated that because that, in addition to having to collect unemployment, I wasn't getting child support, shit like that, I didn't have to work for a year and a half after that, okay? And he had the common decency to come, you know, to bring us in and say, listen, you guys got 90 more days. Like, he he let us know in advance. I did not have to work for a year and a half. You have to pay your fucking people. Secrets cost motherfucking money. I just had my eval at work the other day. And this year I don't even think we're getting a bonus just because everybody took such a big hit. But you know what? I love working for this company for 10 years. I'm good. Y'all pay me big bonuses every year. I come here, I do my job. I'm happy to do it. Okay? Because if I didn't do that, if if I wasn't happy at my job, I wouldn't be there. That's a fact. Okay? But it's not mentally draining as when I worked in a mental facility for children. That's. Mentally drinking, I can't do that. So, because that's technically my field. Um, But the guy that did my eval, I brought him a card in, says thank you, had a little short in it. That's just to say thank you. But this is also the person that determines who gets to go home early at night. You have to pay your fucking people. Okay? You have to take care of your people. I used to take the girls, and you guys see me going to brunch up in Toronto, staying up at the crib that we have up there in Toronto, and I will bring all the younger girls that I work with. This is just to say, like, I know I may seem mean at work and this, this, and this, but I really do respect and I appreciate the fact that I could trust y'all and this, this, and this. Come on, let's go party. Okay? They don't got to pay for nowhere to stay. They don't got This is what you do. You keep the morale up. Okay? This keeps everybody happy. A lot of black business owners want to um, stiff their people. They don't want to pay their people. And I just had my brother was working for my stepbrother. My brother had to quit working for my stepbrother because my stepbrother didn't want to pay my brother. Okay, my brother about to get put out. He got a kid. You know, we make shit happen, but I'm just saying, okay? Um, and I had to explain to my brother after the fact, this is why you shouldn't have been in that position. Okay, because he's never been a business owner. He doesn't know that he needed to have 90 days worth of, you know what I'm saying, you know, money put up for your bills or whatever, whatever, just in case that shit don't take off. And technically, when you run into business, you might be in the red for a year. I was very fortunate that my business was not leaking or in the red the first year. I was green within the first 30 days and have been ever since. I'm blessed. I'm very lucky. But run me my motherfucking money. Okay, When you waste my fucking time, okay, when you waste my time, and this isn't just men, this is girls too. You guys will sit down, oh, let me pick your brain. Pick your brain, bitch. You better fucking send me something. You need to cash at me or something like that because pick my brain means you about to ask me how the fuck I do this, how do I do that. Now, I used to do little seminars and bring you girls together and give, bitch, I I would tell a bitch, here, this is a business that you could do. Here, this is all you need. And give it to her, okay? Drenched by juice, that's my baby. I was getting shit, you know, brought over, shipping containers and shit like that. And I said to her, I said, look, I'm not the eyelash, lip gloss type of bitch, but I think that you would be great in selling something like this. Here's the website. Here's where you get your website. This is what you're doing. She's been going strong ever since. That's why if you ever notice, all the glasses, lip glosses, she said, well, how much you want me to pay you for this? I said, just whenever I need a lip gloss or a little lash or a T-shirt or a hat or something, just spot just it for me. Okay, that's the type of bitch that I am. You have to take care of your motherfucking people because then you garner respect. You're not, you're not getting respect out of fear. You're going to fear me too if I have to pull out the raft. But at the end of the day, I don't respect no motherfucker that, you know, thinks that just because you give me $2.87 that I should be so gracious because I'm not a bum-ass bitch. And I, and I spent that in the Gucci store in Tampa. Okay, again, not sniffing my nose. Pay your motherfucking people because secrets cost money. The reason I've not gone live on my um, Instagram feed or any of my business feed to let people know that I'm a black business owner, which would actually garner me more money, okay, is not because of me, okay? It's because I'm protecting my investor, okay? Because I don't need somebody. you, You understand what I'm saying to you? And I'm, I'm realizing that I'm doing a lot of protecting of people that are not doing shit for me. Can't even, you know, show up to business meetings on time. I don't have fucking time for it. Okay, so it's not even about anything aside from that. It's aside from the fact that I feel underpaid for what the fuck it is that I do. I get no help. I have no security. And I really feel like motherfuckers have underestimated me. I would ne- let me tell you something about me, first of all, I ain't got no people. I don't give a fuck. If somebody was to put out one of my news or my ass or some shit that I done sent, you know, to Uncle or whatever, I wish that motherfucker would. Please do. Put it out. You know why? Because you ain't going to do nothing but get motherfuckers calling me. Thank you. It was free advertising. Okay? But if I was somebody that had something to lose, I would be making sure that every person that could help me lose that shit was happy. I'm not a greedy bitch. But like I said before, my boss at every job that I've ever been to, if they wasn't sending you to dinner at, you know, in the Keys or doing something like that, they were doing something to let you know. I acknowledge that the work that you do is good. I know that it's hard, but thank you. My job sent me to the buffet or whatever the fuck for my birthday. So, again, I'm going to harp on that. You know, Christmas time, we get a bonus. We get a quarterly bonus when, whenever, you know, money is up because I work for a, we'll say, a very large bank because that's what it is, okay? Um, so to be unappreciated and I'm the person that's doing all the work and all you got to do is just fucking be where you say you're going to be at and be nice, and you can't do that. So the physical shit, forget that. That's fine. We, we could I, I can get that. That's not a problem. Okay, if we gonna be breaching contracts Fuck it, let's just breach the whole thing It's fine um, Because that goes both ways But I don't even have the time Like I can't go on dates It's not because I don't like people It's because I don't have literally the time But for people that I care about I make the time And I tell you girls all the time When a motherfucker tell you he can't do this and he can't do that and He's not doing this and he's not doing that Go in the mirror and look at yourself And say I am not a priority to this motherfucker I'm not. And you're gonna watch your eyes well up with a little bit of tears and then you're gonna be like, I'm not a priority. And that's that's better than saying making an excuse for somebody that keeps letting you down and standing you up a million times. Just cut the shit off. And so I get to these places where I feel a insurmountable amount of rage because I'm a good I'm a good motherfucker, I really am. I'm I'm not harping on and shit, but I'm I'm here to tell you, I, I don't owe nobody nothing. I don't, you know, I don't play with people's emotions. I don't play on their phones. I don't play with their money. I don't do shit like that. So to not be rewarded or, you know, um, acknowledged financially, aside from everything else that's going on, that hurts my feelings. Because I, just, like, just like a man, I don't understand nothing but money, okay? I understand envelopes. <laughs> I understand bank accounts. I understand shit like that, okay? To the place right now where I feel like parting ways with a lot of things and just a lot of ideas and just streamlining my business so that I have more time to myself so I can focus on the fact that I just now picked up from a year ago my death due certification. That was something else that I was working on, and it's it's astounding to me how you can have somebody that's so close to you, but they don't know any fucking thing about you at all. In order for you to do that, it sounds like it's all fun and games. No, you have to have funeral home hours, which my cousin owns a funeral home. You have to have um, actual time at death, you know, where you were there when they were in transition. You have to shroud the body in linens, and then they do, they show you how to put them in the box and things like that. Um so it's not that it's intensive, you just have to have the stomach for it because death is not this beautiful, you're dying, and, and you know, you know, angels come in and take you. No, it's, it's, sometimes it's bad, spitting up black shit, you know what I'm saying? Like the smells are weird because now you have gas being released because this person has passed, you have to figure out. You know, and a lot of it, especially in hospice, it's a little bit more humane, but I'm able to work with hospice, go to people's homes, and yes, you get paid for that. So this is just another thing that I've added to my plate that spiritually makes me feel better because eventually things have to get cut off. You know, it was never intended for me to be at my job for 10 years, but here we are. And that's probably going to be the first thing to go so I can focus on my businesses. And what I don't need is somebody that's telling me that they're going to do something and then they don't do it. I don't give a fuck what it is. You know, I buy gifts for people because that's what, I'm a thoughtful bitch. So this is, I mean, Christmases are always amazing, but that's what I do. Not that I have the time, but that's just who I am as a woman, as a mother, as a parent, as a lover. That's who I am. Everything the best. So not that it has to be reciprocated because I could see if I thought with motherfuckers that didn't have it, but the fact that I'm being undermined or, like, trying to be taught a lesson, like, motherfucker, don't play with me like that. I don't bother nobody. That's why when people fuck with me, it goes all the way left and it goes all the way back. Because it's like, nigga, you should have just gave this, you know what I'm saying? You should have just been nice or you should have just not said that or you should have just gave her this and just went on about your fucking business, okay? I have so much information on hundreds of people that would just be, shit would be ended. And it's sad because. You know, I just be in the right, wrong place at the wrong time, and then I have to reassure them, like, yo, this is none of my business. I really don't care. But then them same people, and you saw this over the summer, that forget that they were sucking dick on camera, and I'm the one that was like, yo, that's illegal, that they released the tape, come by my office, see me, we'll sit down, we'll talk about things that you could do to remedy that, that's fucked up. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, people forget that we had these conversations. And then you attack me, and then when I come all the way, from North Cacalaca and have to shut the entire thing down. Now Now I'm the bad guy. I'm beating up on people. I'm a bully. Motherfucker, I be getting bullied too. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay? I don't have time at this juncture in my life literally for anything. I'm exhausted spiritually, which means that when I'm exhausted spiritually, motherfuckers get cut off and it's no explanation. It's no meaning. I don't feel like talking anymore. Okay? Once I tell you something once or twice, it's just like my son. I just start taking shit away, okay? When people say, like, oh, that's not you, you're acting out of character. No, that actually is my motherfucking character. i would be trying to, you know, be somebody that I'm not, which is peaceful. I'm not a peaceful bitch. And I hate that there's so many people that function in chaos that they don't understand what love looks like outside of chaos. They don't understand what a friendship looks like w- without the truth, you know? You can be my friend, just give me some time and leave me the fuck alone. You don't get to have my friendship while I'm busting my ass for a business, for my child, for my future, and trying to help people. And you, you do nothing. You know. And I think that, um, especially, you know, with the next full moon coming, it's on Halloween and October. The veil is very thin. You got ancestors coming through and shit like that. I think that my voice is about to start being heard again. So the Denise that you saw in the earlier shows and, like, early, let me see, like 2015, 2016, 2017, where it was just so raw, I think that she's about to make an appearance again because I feel so disrespected by people that should be respecting the fact that I don't do a lot of shit that other bitches do. Okay, people forget the fact that it is. Listen, I don't have to do nothing. Okay, but I have friends that own newspapers, they own blogs, they own all types of shit. Okay, all it takes is for a photograph to surface, a text message to surface, and your shit is fucked up. And I'm not in the business of answering phone calls, people calling my phone, the press asking me, you know, shit like that. Pay your motherfucking people for time wasted. That's why hairdressers charge deposits. That's why people that make prom dresses, you know, charge deposits. That's why Airbnb charges deposits. Because guess what? You're not going to waste their motherfucking time for free. Okay? It's one thing for us not to be able to have an intercommunication relationship or a physical relationship or a friendship and shit like that. But when it comes to business, there's no, uh, it's black and white. It's very clear. It's very simple. If you are not contributing man hours to the fucking business as an investor, as, as anything, okay, the least you could do is pad an envelope on Christmas and birthdays. Thank you, bitch. Okay, thank you for holding this, keeping it you know, between us, thank you for abiding by the contract, say thank you, motherfucker. Because in a minute, I'm not going to feel so thankful. And it's not a threat. This is not me threatening people. This is not. It's just to say, like, really, really sit down and think about what people know about you, what people could do with that information. And think about how easy it would be for you just to say, you know what, my bad about the last five, six months. Shit was going on. Let's just keep it the way it is, and I'm going to take care of you at Christmas. That is what business people do. You have to pay your people. All you motherfuckers that be getting robbed and all that other shit, that's because you didn't take care of your motherfucking people. There is a small percentage of thieves that came from abundance. They stole because you didn't get it. Now, I'm not a thief. That's not what I do. But I could steal your breath. I could steal your happiness. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? And I really wouldn't even do it on purpose. It would be just because I don't feel like being discreet anymore. I don't feel like, you know, protecting motherfuckers that don't protect me. I'm literally in fear every single day, leaving work, security detail. all this It's, it's surreal. It's ridiculous. You know, and you're not concerned. So if I'm dead, how are you going to get your money? I ain't hear nobody say I'll put a fucking um, video like nothing. Like motherfuckers literally do not care. I am not your slave. I don't give a fuck about your three dollars. I really don't. I actually didn't even need it. Okay. And yes, it's gonna be returned. I mean, that's (laughs) that's not. If if I really wanted to, I could just give it to you tomorrow. But I'm not gonna do that because one thing that I'm looking at as I look in my studio at this wall that never got finished painted and shit like that. People like to start shit and don't finish it. There's nothing wrong with saying, I, you know, circumstances change. I can eat that. You know, if I ever had to go to, you know, one of my old investors or somebody that, you know, I was doing business with before, and this is big money. We ain't talking about, like, 2057 We talking about motherfuckers like, here, hold this. You understand what I'm saying? This is for, you know, Caymans and shit like that or, you know, buying boats down in um, the Keys and shit to rent out and shit like that. So I'm very appreciative of the fact that people trusted me with their money and trusted that I was going to do the right thing with it as far as my business is concerned, that particular business, not this one. And I never did business with black people just because it was always some shit. They always want to fuck. they always want to, And I'm like, look, well, you either want me to fuck with your money or you want me to fuck with your mind. It's one or the other. Pick one. They always chose the money. I'm like, wise choice. And I was able to maintain friendships with people that way. You know, in my mortgage company, one of my biggest clients was black. And then he got his black friends. And then I was making sure that they was able to pay their people. Every year I'm getting cases of champagne, shit like that, appreciation, I should not have to beg nobody that I get money for for appreciation. I don't give a fuck about a thank you. Pay me because I'm getting upset because it's not even that, you know, it's not like that. Motherfuckers try to think that they have more control than what they do. Okay? I don't have to talk to you at all. You can talk to my financial advisor. Anybody knows that. White dude, square, he knows who he's allowed to talk to and who he's not allowed to talk to with my finance, right? But I'm just not into the small talk. I'm just not into the bullshit. And I'm just not into being used. And that's where I think that a lot of black women are starting to feel so unprotected is because unless we have some sort of use for you niggas, you will use us until you can't get nothing else out and then try to discard us. We are not your property. We are not, you can't continue to talk over us or act like what we do is nothing, Well, what the fuck do you do? What do you do? Okay? I watch on a day-to-day fucking basis black women be disrespected every single fucking day by black men, white men. And I'm them, to be honest with you, white men sometimes have more respect for black women than black men do have for black women. If you hate your mama, go home and tell her that. There's a lot of black men out there that do not like black women. And I've told y'all this before. They will fuck black women. They will impregnate black women. They will enslave black women, but they don't like black women. Okay? I told y'all before, my mother was my first abuser, right? So I would assume that if my father was my first abuser, I probably really would hate black men. I would, but he wasn't. So therefore, I love black men. I adore black men. I call you gods if I can see it. I call you kings if I see that. So what do you do? You take that energy and you turn around and you think you're the shit. No, you're the shit because I fucking told you that today. Because you wasn't the shit five minutes ago. You was the shit because I gave you my energy and I made you feel that way. That's why niggas never really leave me. If you ever notice, like, my dudes just be around, you know? I don't pick up calls. I don't answer text messages. I don't do a lot of shit out of respect for myself and respect for the person that I'm, I'm with, right? I don't see that respect being returned, and I don't see a lot of shit that should be happening happening. I should not have to tell a grown-ass man, like, yo, like, even if we wasn't even together, you should be making sure that somebody is okay for their birthday. You know, if somebody went and bought a studio and was like, Okay, this was bought with the intent and your permission that we were gonna be here doing business and doing whatever, whatever, and then that never happened, but I'm still paying, you know, for the studio, yo, run me my fucking money. And then we good. You ain't got I wouldn't I would be terrified to go to sleep at night knowing somebody could just literally end my whole motherfucking life with one word. Just get on the show and say real government names and shit like that. And that's the shit that people don't understand. People take that shit for granted. Just like my photographer. I love Darren with all my heart. He does the best work for me. I will never, ever book another session with him, and and I've been with him for seven years. You went and you took everybody else's pictures. You took everybody else's money. You thought that just because I don't have really time to, like, I'm the type of bitch that, like, I'll look up and be like, oh, shit. We're not supposed to get something in the mail today. And now I got to go through these 9,000, literally 9,000 emails. I posted my actual screenshot of my screensaver that says I have over 9,000 emails unread. And that's how I feel about business. I, I sit here and I look at everything that I've built with my money. I look at everything that, you know, I've built with my business. And then I'm just like, and I'm sorry, what are you, what, are, what exactly are you here for? What do you want? Because now I'm agitated. Now I don't want it. Now I don't want nothing to do with nobody, and I just want to go back to doing business with myself. Because you can't trust people's integrity is off. People don't want to pay their people. People want to sit and still act like you don't have information that can end their whole motherfucking respiratory system. And, again, these ain't threats. This is just me saying I would not be able to sleep at night knowing that I didn't take care of people that took care of me or knowing that I didn't take care of people who, you know, protected me. And I feel unprotected. So this is not a good space for me to be in because now I don't give a fuck about what nobody says. If I feel like posting pictures, text messages, motherfuckers saying government names, that's exactly what the fuck we going to do. Because I don't get paid to shut the fuck up. I get paid not to talk, but I don't get paid to shut the fuck up and protect motherfuckers that don't protect me. Not from the streets, not from you, not from, not from just anything you know, but you, but you won't, you understand, understand, like, it just doesn't make sense. And and I don't have time to really put too much thought or effort into who's not checking for me when there's 80 other motherfuckers that will. And again, I don't, I don't make that. What I'm saying is, is that if I've been in homeostasis and now I'm coming out of that fog where I'm like, I have to do this for this person and I have to be there and I have to be this rock and I have to be loyal, bitch, you don't got to do shit. That motherfucker don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> so go do whatever the fuck you're going to do. Let, just let him catch you. It is what it is. You know, because the motherfucker, maybe that'll get him up here. You know, maybe you should give your phone number out. Maybe you should answer some of them fucking emails. Because I'm easy to find. I'm hard to get, but I'm easy to find. You know, 90% of y'all, I answer y'all text messages. I'm going to this wedding this weekend. I'm linking up with two of the girls that's up there just because they've been watching. They've been reading the column, dear auntie, and, and listening to my podcast. Like, that's love. So if I'm getting love from strangers, but I can't get love from motherfuckers that I, I fuck with, like, that's ridiculous. That's <laughs> fucking insane. And, again, I ain't even talking about the physical. All I'm saying is pay your people, understand that this is not the month to be playing with bitches that play in the moon, okay? And it's almost like you have to incite fears back into motherfuckers to make them understand what you're capable of doing if you are left to your vices and uncared for, Right? So you're not feeding somebody, you're not taking care of them, you're not putting food on their table, you're not helping them with their kid, what the entire fuck are you here for? Bitch, I'm still a single mom. I'm still a divorcee. I don't give a fuck how much money I got. I do not give a flying fuck. Nigga, pay what you weigh and pay what you owe. Because now I don't even want to talk about dick and pussy conversations. I only want to talk about padded envelopes, okay? Okay. All you motherfuckers, I tell you guys all the time, all these niggas, they be so full of shit, and they always fail in the maintenance phase. If you can't afford certain shit, don't start me out like that. You can't afford a Birkin bag, don't start me out with one. You can't afford a car, don't start me out with one, because that's how I started when I'm 19, 20 years old. That's how I started. But those motherfuckers maintained it, paid for college and all this other sort of shit. So it's not that I'm spoiled. It's just that it's not even my expectations. It's just like, motherfucker, you came, you came to me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm coming up on my uh, one-year anniversary with UNC, actually. Um, but I already gave him this present because it was like a parting gift, whatever. I already gave him this present because it's just it's, it's so sporadic. Um, but sometimes you look back and you just be like, I, I wonder where I would be if I had not made that decision to talk to this person that day. What if I would have chose that person? Or what if over the course of the year I wouldn't have turned all those people down or I wouldn't have said that I had somebody who I was spoken for and the motherfucker ain't even speaking? It. It's just ridiculous to me. So, guys, I'm going to leave you. And even though Tory Lanez is in trouble because of that Megan Thee Stallion shit and then he talks shit and all this other stuff, um, he did this track with Kaylani. And y'all know I love Kaylani. She sings the song Toxic and Twitch Bands.
1: Like a leash, dog, Call me using all your lingo. Tell your girlfriend that you single. Call me over cause it's bull hard. Sweet little bit, but like a porn star. Next day, act just like you broke, dog. That's how you know her. Can't get baby with Two love high, still a bokeh. After this, work supernova. That her ain't coming no more. When we done, you stay in ya, I done made you a believer. Come over, can I stop by? Take you. You I. Can I stop by? Take you. Sorry, you know you can always stop by. you stop top five, but you no, know you're not five. And I'm 14, to you're 2 but one, girl. I'm hot, and I wanna do the good. Your accent's leaking on my tongue, yes. You back on the phone the same for Mike Jack. I made you and you came right back. Calling me a phone in late night, I got you leaking like a brake pipe. Swimming in your seat just like a dive bomb. And it just creepin' like a gray white. And I might be you in your own car. You ride my face just like a pawn star, And it's all decent, call the I just want one of the phone call. Like a man.